first? Who talks first? You talk first? I talk first. Back off, man. I'm a scientist. That's it, man. Game over, man. It's game over. Welcome to the party, pal. Hey, come here. I got something good for you. Come on. Hello and welcome to your bi-weekly dose of lightsabers, infinity stones, and all things plastic. My name is Dave Shaw, all the way out here in Chandler, Arizona, and on the horn, I got my good buddy, but that we've met in person now, my 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 longtime BFF, Kevin, what is up, man, back in Nashville, how are you doing, sir? Hello, it's so great to see you, Dave, again, and I, I got to tell you, man, I had butterflies in my tummy as I was sitting down <laughs> in the hotel lobby wondering if this guy that I talked to bi-weekly is really you and what did you know I, I think you walked through the gates i shot you the bird and you know we gave a hug and and that was that and we commenced on celebration star wars 2022 and i know we say it's the kind of bi-weekly dose but it's kind of a whenever the fuck we want to right now you know <laughs> yes. that, that, that's that's on brand we uh we even talked about hey we've got all these awesome swag bags that we're going to give out to everybody dave how many swag bags do we give out at celebration oh, oh, oh man um probably like four and like and we 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 saw you know we shout out to Richie Clex uh, Clex and you know uh, a handful of other guys uh, that we like spend so much time with and you know didn't even end up uh, you know hooking those guys up so yeah that's very very on brand for the Toy Owl podcast uh, absolutely I mean we we were we were hitting the showroom floor we were doing our thing we were taking as much stuff as we could I think the last day the last fifteen minutes we ran into our father and son that gave us a patch and we gave them something and then that, i think the other one was maybe hunter <laughs> that yeah, was it for the week yeah that 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 was really cool by the way um you know talking to that uh that dad and his son i i think his son was like maybe like eight and i i i was obviously for selfish reasons you know wanting to you know get his take on what it was like taking his son to his first celebration you know he said he was eight years old and you know, so I, I was just kind of getting a feel for how, how all that went down. And it sounded like both him and his kid just had a blast. They just, you know, did the whole pin trading thing, which is, you know, it's, yeah. it, it, it's really funny what you can see when, when people show up to these celebrations, you know, there, there's so many types of people there. There's people that are just straight up cosplayers, right? So they go and, you know, every day they have a different cosplay thing. There's people that are just like merch, you know, hype, hype beasts, pretty much like, like me. I mean, they're just, they're just going, oh, yeah. you know, they're just going after the exclusive merch. Um, there's people that are autograph, uh, you know, junkies that are just like, I've, I, I saw one guy, he, he did six autographs in one day like that. That's, that's crazy. You know, um, it is, but you know what is so cool about that is that regardless of what you're there for, everyone there is still there for the same stuff. Yeah, and that's the love of Star Wars. Exactly, it's fantastic, and I and I love that about it. And yeah, I'm glad you were able to take this big kid with you, Dave. So I'm glad I got to be your little child for the week. It it, it was fun, man. Yeah, and you couldn't set it any better. Like that. Yeah, everyone might have different reasons of like why they're there, but at at its core we're all there because we all love star Wars and that that's just like a really cool feeling like being in a room and just, just knowing that like, Hey, everyone in here, even the people that are like working the booths and stuff like that, like we're, we all love star Wars and uh, that, that that's just, a, that's just a really cool feeling. Um, 
but yeah, we had a blast. So, I mean, this episode is basically just going to be our recap on celebration. You know, uh, we'll obviously be talking about toys and whatnot, but this is pretty much our recap episode of how it all went down, man. And uh, Jesus Christ, it was a marathon. Yeah, you you had your um your step <laughs> uh, your step counter going uh nonstop. Yeah, uh, what, uh, what 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 do we what do you end up uh, getting there for stats? I, I think one day was was pretty hefty, but you had a total. Too. Yes, yes, it was. Yeah, that is correct. And while we will do a recap, we also have some rants in there, everyone. So our, all of our loyal listeners out there, do not fret. We got some good shit we coming down you. the pipe we, here, we, but we got, we, we got you <laughs> on brand. But yeah, man. And so I did have, you know, the Apple watch on and, you know, we got there Wednesday. So I guess technically we got a jump start on some others, I guess, whether they decide to go Thursday or whatever, but we had a four day pass. And so we were there thursday friday saturday sunday 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 um but we also mixed in a disney at dark which we'll talk about but yeah man here it is ready drum roll we were able to get in sixty nine thousand steps for a grand total of 30 plus miles Jesus that we walked <laughs> that we walked over those four oh, days man. now I had a few more steps than you because you, you the airport, took it. you know, I had the airport as well as you had an autograph panel. So you were just kind of standing there um, while Hunter and I were running from panel to panel. So I probably got you made by 10,000, but you easily walked, you know, 25, 26 miles yourself. Yeah. And um, I, I think uh, the big day, the big walking day was, I believe, Friday, probably because of all day yeah. and then the um, the Disney after dark thing. Right. Oh, yeah, man. And we are some old bastards, I swear, or at least I am, because by the time, you know, the sun had set and I'd had my tequila shots and we got a Karen's Corner about that, by the way, um, my back was spent, man. And, I, you know, yeah. I, I purposely brought my old man shoes to make sure there was maximizing comfort. So I sacrificed gels? style for you, comfort. You get the gels? Yeah, man. Yeah, those are uh, those special like Dr. little slip on. Yeah. Yeah, man, because I did not want to take a chance of, you know, falling apart. But man, by the end of the night, I had fallen apart and there wasn't a Denny's alive that could bring me back to life that night. I mean, uh, how, how do you do those things? It's like uh, here, here's some um, some quick excerpts with no contacts. Denny's, George Lucas and like bacon. <laughs> Is that good? Essentially. Yeah, because. Man, we can we just jump to this real quick? Sure. We, we obviously we we obviously ate, and you know we needed to feed ourselves, feed our bodies, and we decided, hey, why don't we go ahead and uh, gr grab a bite to eat before we go to? Because this is the night of the Obi Wan Kenobi premiere, and we'll talk about that, which was cool. So we're like, okay, hey, you want Mexican? Sure, I want some Mexican. Oh, that yeah. sounds great. <laughs> That's how the story starts. Good, good, and good, so good, like, Gustavo Fring wouldn't even go to this the, the, this Mexican restaurant. Man, when we turn the corner, like, how much farther is it? You're like, oh, it's about 100 yards up. And so we walk there, and I swear, like, we look like we just walked into war-torn Ukraine. And I'm like, what is going on here? <laughs> like, there's broken buildings and all kinds of stuff. And then there's this little tiny Mexicano restaurant with, like, a little, like, ripped-apart sign that says food. And you're like, um... Hey, uh, do, do, do you still want to go here? I'm like, um, I'm already halfway back to the hotel. So on the way, why don't we just stop at this damn Denny's and, you know, Denny's the American institution. I walked in there maybe because I guess you just started to meet some friends on the way. Oh <laughs> Could you cross at the cross, the cross section. I'll let you speak to that. But I walked in Dave and I saw the maker. 
I saw George Lucas at Denny's. Just, I'm like, just, just eating eat yeah. Denny's with his, with, uh, you know, his manager or something like that. Just smashing some pancakes at like, you know, five o'clock at night or, or maybe it's a little later than that. Was this after uh, the premiere? I can't remember. No, this was uh, before. We went after the emo night. We went there at night, but we went there before dinner for like an early dinner before the, uh, premiere. the premiere. Correct. Yes. Okay. Got it. Yeah. So well, yeah, man, he had the new balance on, he had the flannel rocking and George Lucas was sitting in there, man. You yeah, dude, He looked fucking great. Um, so yeah, uh, Ke- Kevin texts me cause I I'm, uh, I- I'm, I'm still, I don't know, 50 yards, uh, out from, from Denny's Ke- Kevin goes in right away and, and then he starts texting me. He's like, dude, George fucking Lucas is here. Like I think it's him. I think so I, I, I walk in and, um, yeah, it, it's, it, it's, quote unquote, George Lucas. And then there's four, you know, guys in a 501st, you know, battle, yeah, ba- battle shirts or whatever those are called. And, um, they're talking them up and I'm like, okay, well that, that doesn't mean that that's George Lucas. That just means that it's possibly <laughs> people like us that think it's George Lucas. And they went and started talking to him and, um, yeah, dude. No, it, it just ended up being he's kind of like a famous cosplayer. He he goes to all these events. He looks just like George Lucas. He's probably the man was born to younger. play that role. Yeah, he, he's lacking the neck role. We'll say that. Sure, sure. He yeah, he was. Uh, yeah, he was great. But yeah, yeah, we saw <laughs> we saw him at Denny's. But yeah, that would have been so fucking funny if it was like, yeah, we're just like sitting in the booth next to next to George Lucas, just uh, eating some eating some Denny's. <laughs> like, you know, you know, guys. Uh, if you if you wanted to maybe check out some of these uh these these pancake bites, I think you'd really like those. These are pretty good. Add a little bit of powdered sugar in. Yeah, I think it's pretty good. Oh yeah, yeah. Just add some CGI on uh, these pancake bites. So it'll be great. You oh know. yeah, just 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 CGI the, the the syrup in there, and I think it'll uh, it'll be pretty good. You oh know, it's shit. like poetry. It rhymes. Well, that 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 was uh, dude. Yeah, I I, I, w- I was thinking about it to prepare for the show. Of just thinking of all the little like moments and stuff like that and there's a lot like i you know i have a, a couple like talking points um but i i, I kind of forgot about that one but you know is this <laughs> dude it was so much fun just like it was man it, it, it felt like every 20 minutes there is there's something we were you know laughing at or whatever but uh let, let's kind of do the panel rundown we'll we'll kind of uh talk about what we saw some of our favorite things some of our most disappointing things cosplay uh, kind of, you know, what we're excited about that might've came out of that. So, um, first day was that, uh, the, the big panel, the big Lucas film, um, that was easily my favorite panel. Um, Kevin, we pretty much went to all the same panels. I know on Saturday you had went to a different one, uh, than, than I did, but, uh, for the most part, we, we, we all went to the same stuff. So, uh, yeah, I mean, what uh, what came out of that that you're you know excited about, and uh, maybe like that you could care less about, or you know, was there any kind of highs and lows out of that pan- that, that panel for you? Man, I, I don't want to steal your thunder, but I mean, I think that we both know that that opening panel couldn't have gone any more epically. And for those that weren't there, I mean, it starts off with a choir, like a damn choir is singing the duel of fates. I'm like, okay, I'm into this. This this is cool. There's red smoke, there's red lights. And I'm like, oh man, this is really cool. So this is what celebration's like. I mean, like cool, cool vibe, cool vibe. And what do you know? Hayden and Ewan walk out and, you know, we had talked about, you're like, you think Hayden's going to show up? I don't think he's going to show up. You think Hayden's showing up? And I was like, he's going to show, he's going to show. And what do you know, Dave? 
he shows. And the first thing out of Ewan's mouth is, of course, hello there. And everyone loses their mind and brought the house down. Yeah, right. I mean, that's how you kick off celebration. And that was fantastic. But I was like, man, this can't get any better. But But wait, it does. There's more. Right. Just like Billy Mays says, there was more, Dave. What did we have in store next? Oh, I mean, after after that point, I mean, it, it this this is how like weird it is to say like that seeing Ewan McGregor and and, and Hayden that was like it's almost that an should, afterthought, right? <laughs> yeah, like that should be enough to to like you know that should that should just be the highlight of the event. But uh, yeah, it, that that panel just kind of got progressively better. Um, not to bury the lead, but like my absolute favorite thing out of the whole convention pretty much yep. um yep. let alone in this panel was at one point you know they they it's it wasn't just star wars it was a lucasfilm thing so they talked about everything else that you know kathleen kennedy came out uh, thank god she i, I was I, I had anxiety when you know, they're like, you know, bringing her out. I'm like, oh man, is this going to be like a, like a George Goodell or, uh, or George, uh, Roger Goodell. Roger like when, Goodell. Yeah. yeah. When the NFL commissioner comes up for the draft and everyone just boos him, I'm like, dude, please, please neck beards. And you know, e- everyone else that like has ill will towards her, please don't boo her. Like I, I was, I was, I had like anxiety about that and I didn't hear any boos. Thank God. Um, and yes, she she came out. She just talked about uh, you know everything else that they have in the hopper here. Um, obviously, the Disney Plus shows, uh, the Soka, Bad Batch, Mando three. Um, I feel like I'm missing one more Disney Plus show. Oh, and then Skeleton Crew. I yeah. think that was that that was it for the Disney Plus shows. I believe they talked about Willow. The upcoming Willow project, it's a, 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 going to be a Disney Plus show. And then Indiana Jones. And when they started talking about Indiana Jones, they brought out John fucking Williams. And it was his 90th birthday. They play. I mean, if there, there's, I don't, I, I, it's almost like you can't even like verbalize that, like what it was like. I mean, to see the living greatest, yeah, the greatest living composer of all time, perhaps. I mean, who's crafted pieces that everybody knows and it's i mean everybody knows john williams every major movie is john williams and to see the man walk out and dave not just walk out and wave at the crowd but i was like dave dave do you remember the choir here they're, they're gonna fucking play they're gonna they're fucking play, play songs yeah. and what do you know he got out of his baton and he started playing fucking songs for us how crazy is that dude and it was it was nuts because i mean the, the, the guy's 90s. The guy just turned 90 years old. I mean, he's obviously not a spring chicken. And um, he, right. he, he's a senior saint. He, uh, you know, it, it, you could you could tell just him walking out on stage, you know, is yeah. pretty, pretty, pretty fragile there. And I, I think he had to kind of like step up a little bit to get to his kind of mm-hmm. conductor thing. And there's, you know, you could you could just tell, you know, is really careful. And um, and then w- when it started, he was just like in like uh, um mission control like i mean there was there was no was wild man it was like ignition start his eyes glowed red and it was fucking wild like it, he was a complete cyborg it, it was wild to see because that's what he does that's his thing man just a, a muscle memory I, I guess like it was it was really impressive just to see him just click click over like that and there was there was no issues <laughs> you know what i mean like he was he's still moving you know and everything and uh yeah so they uh 
they've played. I never knew this, but th- there's not a theme for Obi Wan Kenobi. Well, there is one now, and they debuted it there. So uh, John Williams and uh, I don't know what do you say a thirty piece orchestra? Oh no, that's easily a hundred piece. It's a, oh it's a really full symphonic orchestra? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh geez, yeah, man, that's all of it. Um, but yeah, that 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 was beautiful. And then they went into fucking Indiana Jones, which is like just right. I, I I couldn't get over that. I never in a million years would have thought that I would be at a Star Wars celebration and there might be a chance John Williams is going to be there and he's going to play fucking Indiana Jones, right? And then, um, but Dave, wait, there's more, right? There's more. <laughs> and, and then, Go uh, for it. um, oh, all right, I see, yeah. I think I think the Anakin he had played the Anakin he had played the Obi Wan Kenobi but and then when he came out to, or um, when they were gearing up to play the Indiana Jones they had another person come out fucking Harrison Ford came out just incredible uh, guy knocked out a colonoscopy joke and was just uh, he he was he was crying like I mean talking about how he was talking about John Williams you could you could hear it yeah. in his voice and he was very emotional. Uh, and it's such he, a rare moment. I've never seen Harrison like that ever. I, I mean, he's I, kind of like the the bitch kind of, you know, hates Star being Wars. there. But man, yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Because <laughs> he, he did subtly say that, you know, of all the things you've done, John, I'm so thankful for my Indiana Jones theme. It goes everywhere. And I'm thankful for that. I love fo- that more than anything. It follows him everywhere, which yeah. I, I've, I've, I've heard him, you know, mention that before, which is that's. What 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 an amazing compliment! But yeah, they obviously have a, a, a very special relationship, and um, I mean that was clearly the only reason why <laughs> Harrison Ford came out there. Like he didn't he didn't even say anything about Star Wars, nor nor did he need to. But it it was it was clearly um, you know, John Williams was was the the caveat that probably got Harrison Ford to drive down south to go to Anaheim. Um, yeah, that was fucking uh, go if John will be there, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> that 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 was pretty uh special. And it's it's just funny, like you know, you just don't know a celebration, right? Like they 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 don't I, I'm sure it's San Diego Comic Con. I mean, I've never been, but like there there's gonna be surprises, I'm sure. But like I feel like you ha- you usually have a good idea of like who's gonna the talent, you know, who's gonna be there. And um it's just it's just crazy to 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 find out like John Williams and Harrison Ford and even Kathleen Kennedy and John Watts and some of these other kind of um large you know producers and stuff like that like there there there's no talk of it so it's like a, it's a, it's a great surprise when when that happens you know um there's there's probably a lot of people that were very you know, bummed out seeing, you know, on th- uh, watching on a live stream or whatever, um, seeing that John Williams and Harrison Ford are actually there, you know, cause that's, that's, that's an insane bucket list. Like I, it wasn't even on my bucket list to see John Williams because I just was like, Oh, it's just not in. The yeah. Cars. Those are one of the things. Yeah. Those are one of the things you'd be like, Oh, that, that'd be so cool. But that's, that's never happening. You yeah. know, that's kind of like a, Hey, it'd be really cool to walk on the moon, but you know, that's not really an option, you know, for me, but man, John, go ahead and check that one off, man. Just, uh, just nuts, man. So yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm guessing, uh, I mean, that's, that's, that's pretty much my highlight of not just that (laughs) panel, but the whole thing. I I think you're, you're there with me, right? Yeah. And there's not much more I could add to that. That's not, not already been said. I mean, being able to see 
living legends was incredible um and to say that you know it's well i guess it was all downhill from there but i mean it was still fantastic you know everything else that you did see whether that be special footage or whether that be you know just walking on to you know i guess the show floor where the fan stage was and you and i were literally just walking there we're probably what 10 feet from the fan stage and the mando theme hits and out walks john favreau and dave filoni and they're like five feet from us and just sits down and do a little interview. And I was like, well, what, what perfect timing is that? And yeah. that was also super cool as well. Yeah. That, that, that fan stage was really nice. Um, I, I kind of wish that we took advantage of that a little bit more. Um, it, uh, we, yeah, we just, we, we were doing a whole lot of like, uh, you know, exhibit hall and stuff like that. But, um, uh, yeah, cause there's, there's a couple of times when, um, you know, we had just like missed it or whatever. And then like someone's posting and they're like, oh, you know, Hayden's just out there, you know? Yeah. And that's one of the things that would be cool. But I mean, you'd literally have to just kind of camp out there forever, which wouldn't be that much fun. Uh, if, if you were going to be able to get something, I think that would be super cool. I mean, I was happy enough that we were able to see Dave and we were able to see John. Yes, it would have been awesome if we could have been able to see, you know, Ewan or Hayden or even John Carlo, because I did see that. I know Pedro showed up. I think everyone essentially showed up at some point, um, but it just you'd have to kind of just be there and just camp out, which that wasn't going to be our thing to do. I mean, we had other no things we wanted to see. And yeah, I'm not just going to sit there all day, but props to the people that did. And, you know, that's one thing that you that I thought was interesting is, you know, everyone's there for a different reason, whether that is to sit in line all day for autographs. Cool. Whether that is to, you know, get there literally at 6 a.m. and sit in the cold floor for like six hours waiting for something to open. People are hype about that. Yeah. And you know what? More power to you. If that's your celebration experience, more power to you. Okay. Well, let's, uh, let's talk about something that, you know, was just on full display nonstop. And, uh, you know, that was, cosplay i mean that's that's one of you know yeah i i I have a regret that we didn't do the um the main cosplay competition like it was a you know they had it blocked as a panel even though it was yeah i I saw someone on instagram though and damn yeah dude they um people you it's really cool to see people's passion into cosplay i mean they 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 spend years and years you know getting ready i mean the the you know we'll obviously get to it but you know the next celebration is not even a year away in in london and you know people are already working on their kits and stuff like that and uh yeah it it it, it, it's it's contagious right like i never i never really thought of you know that would be my my jam at all but like every time i'm around some one of these things i'm just like okay i i finally need to get my ass in gear right right and get a costume together um so is was was there any that you uh saw that you know kind of you know got got the juices going that you know maybe you might want to do something or was there anyone you know certain ones that you just were like blown away at yeah i think i, I probably got annoying at some point i'd be like oh dave look look over that check it out that's an amazing this and, you know every single time like every 10 seconds but that's an amazing fill in the blank of whoever it was but there's obviously people that that is their celebration moment is to be a cosplayer they don't really care about panels because i even asked you i was like all right dave you're more experienced at this than i am so how in the world do people walk 30 miles like we do and still wear some of this stuff because it's impossible because let's be honest there's there's women walking around in high heels 
vehicles. There are dudes walking around in soldier gear. I was like, how is this possible? And you're like, well, they don't do these panels. They literally just walk around and take pictures with people. That's their celebration experience. And that's yeah. what makes it so cool is that you never know. So as I was going through and looking at them all, I'm like, hmm, if I were to do this, what could I do? And I know, Dave, we joke about the fact that I can't even hang pictures. I barely can build detoffs, you know, things like that. You know, eventually monkeys figure out like how to do certain tasks. And I've made enough things sometimes to where I can hang a light, you know, something like that. Uh, rephrase that. Screw a light bulb in. I can't hang a light fixture by, by any means. But anyway, so I don't have the skill to build something. You know, we've talked about the 501st, you know, the uh, Mandalorian Mercs. I, I think it's what it's called. Yep. You have to buy, you have to build that stuff. And I, I don't have that skill. I don't have that. And you're like, well, I guess you could always, you know, pay someone to fabricate it for you. But then you're talking thousands of dollars sure. to, be able to pull off something like that. So I don't know if, and obviously in the moment, you know, obviously hyper, I can do this shit. I can do this. Yeah. Um, totally. you know, right. I'm, I'm, yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to be fucking Obi-Wan Kenobi next year. Cause we talked about I that. Can you're like die grinder and you know, I can, I can yeah. do that. I can get Dremel. Yeah. And I told you about that story about me trying to build a lightsaber when I was like 11 with stuff from Home Depot. And that like always has scarred me. But I, I, you're like, hey, man, you should do like a General Kenobi. That could work. I think you'd look great as that. I'm like, yeah, 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 I could do that. But as I got home, I'm like, I can't do that. You know, I can't do that. <laughs> so unless I find something like on eBay, like for me, you know, Ready I don't see myself being the cosplayer. But man, I'm happy to take pictures of them. I mean, I took some pictures with some people that I thought were incredible. The yeah. ones that stood out to me uh, was that Bosque that was like a screen accurate Bosque, which was incredible. Yeah, that was so But the sick. thing I loved the most was how inventive people got with like Mandalorian, you know, outfits. And the one that I thought was the coolest to me was the Ghostbusters. I mean, the oh, Ghostbuster yeah. Mandalorians yeah. were my favorite costume I think I saw. And and not not to knock on them, but it, it was it was pretty... Um uh god i'm gonna sound like a total asshole it, it there the, it wasn't like there i was like blown away with you know the execution of what they did right sure it, it was just a really cool idea you know they but they you know because they, did you see the go ahead did you see the picture of them like actually wrangling the force ghosts afterwards? yeah it's hilarious by the way see that's what that's what makes it cool that's, that's what makes it cool totally yeah um i i, I almost want to see now like a full-on you know, proper Ghostbuster, you know, group of Mandos, like four of them, right? But with like actual legit proton packs, not spirit packs, you know, and, and like the, the, the full nine yards. Um, but uh, yeah, the idea was amazing. Um, yeah, that, 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 that was definitely up there. I took a picture of those guys. Yeah, we both did, right? Yeah, we certainly did. Yeah. Um, but, but man, I, I don't know, because I, I don't want to set, sound like you know someone's was better than the other but i mean the trooper designs were always you know flawless yeah. whether those were 330 seconds whether there were rexes walking around it was just so cool i mean uh there's obviously the people that are there to uh attract attention we'll just put it that way um of the yeah. female persuasion um those are always fun and interesting to see um but I don't know who won the costume contest, but one of the things I thought was probably the coolest was the Vader Buster, which was basically the Hulk Buster with R two D two on top. Yeah, did you see that? I did. That was see probably it. the coolest, most incredible piece I'd seen. Yeah, I didn't see it in person, but I ended up seeing uh, you know pics of it when it when it kind of made its round on uh, social media and, and whatnot. But uh, yeah, dude, I I wish I had to seen that one. That that looked fucking sick. Um, yeah. So so you're 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 kind of 
the being there in the moment, you know, you're like, Hey, yeah, I, I do want to look into this, but now reality sets in. You're, you're probably like, okay, like I can appreciate it from afar, but it's probably not for me as far as cosplay goes. Right. Yeah. I mean, the only thing I can pretty much do is do something with facial hair and or actual hair, just because Amy can do that for me. Yeah. When it comes to putting something on probably going to be out just because I can't fabricate anything. Right. Man. Yeah. I mean, if, if you do change your, your tone to that, I mean, that the general Kenobi, I mean, we, we talked about that. I, I, I feel like that is a slam dunk cosplay for you. And, you know, one, one thing, like I, I'm not, I shouldn't be talking like I'm some sort of expert. Cause I, I, I don't cosplay, but like you, you come off very, very knowledgeable. Well, thanks man. Um, but I'm, I'm assuming, you know, it kind of helps if it's more, let's say functional, you know what I mean? Um, right. Yeah. I, I, I don't want to sign myself up for, uh, you know, being a wrecker and, you know, walking all around with big bulky e armor, you know, I, I, I still right. want, to, want to take pictures and stuff, but like, man, I, I don't, I don't want to be sweating in, in uh, a Tuscan Raider costume, you know, e either, right. you know? So I, I, I think what the general Kenobi that's, you know, you don't have that much. You really have like no armor except you know what like a some gauntlet a gauntlet you know what i mean yeah some some so i think some shin guards some gauntlet yeah. um and then kind of like that that breastplate and yeah. and then there's some shoulder pads and that's about it and the rest are kind of jedi robes underneath and then just the sweet beard and saber <clears throat> yep yeah so i've i've been i've uh, i started building the most complicated build ever which is empire strikes back boba fett i, I started that about two years ago and i'm still at the same progress uh, level I was two years ago. Uh, <laughs> nice. After finding out just how much, you know, it, it was really going to cost uh, to do it right. You know, I, I, it was it was going to approach the 10,000, you know, grand mark uh, just just to get, you know, a, a kind of an OK Empire Strikes Back. I don't even know if that would really be 501st approved. But um, yeah. so I'm, I'm kind of that, that's on the back burner. But what's kind of getting jumped up on, on, on the front burner is dude a blue leader like Ant antoc merrick you know that that kind of uh um you know the the rebel pilot outfit yeah, dude, yeah. Rogue lo one. looks super comfortable i yep. mean you, you you can you can put some miles on i mean you're not walking 13 miles you know what i mean um but you're you know you're not you're not gonna be struggling just to like walk around the convention to take pictures I feel like that's a very casual one that I'm really interested in and then you know got gotta like do with what uh you know you have and i i feel like i should do a, a mayfield and if, yeah, if yeah. megs mayfield baby if i did the mayfield from season two with the transport trooper and you know i don't i i wouldn't even take the helmet then you know i, I would yeah, just i mean because people would see that and know exactly who you're supposed to be you know there because there's some like you're looking at you're like who exactly are you supposed to be in sure. this one with this one they would know 100 percent who that was yeah um and dude, I mean, th this, this would probably be a, a, an expensive build too. So I'm probably not going to go near it, but, um, dude, how cool would it be to have like three or four buddies all dressed up as death troopers with the fucking dude, the radio. The death troopers are sick. I mean, yeah. dude, that shit is so, oh, it's just, it, it's amazing. The green light, like, dude, it's just bad ass three, three or four death troopers. I mean, that's a fucking squad right there, but, uh, yeah, the the cosplay amazing as usual. Uh, one of my favorite parts about Celebration, man. Um, oh, I'd have to obviously say, you know, that 
with all those things, there is naturally some surprises and things that came out in addition to Harrison Ford and addition to John Williams. Dave, what were some of the biggest surprises that you would say that you, I, I mean, you're always expecting something, I guess, but I guess maybe become just like really spoiled children, like gimme, gimme, gimme. Um, especially like when we get there, they're like, so I'm going to have to ask, did you bring it in for us? You know, that starts to become like uh-huh. a little bit long in the tooth, every panel single panel. panel. And, yeah. And they're like, oh no, we didn't bring you anything. Oh, of course we did. I'm yeah. like, okay. Ha, 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 ha. But there were a few things that they obviously quote were surprised to show us. Yep. What were some of those things that stood out to you, man? Um, well, the, the, the one thing that stood out to me the most um, was, uh, you know, we, we got a surprised red carpet world premiere of, uh, you know, the first two yeah. episodes of yeah, Kenobi. Yeah. Um, we only got it, you know, like maybe what an hour before <laughs> everyone else. Right. Did. They, they moved the premiere up, which I was, or, or the debut on Disney plus or whatever. So I didn't feel as elite. And, and that was the other thing that the theme for the week is that Dave, you and I were our elitists when it comes to things. And, you know, we want to feel elite and I didn't feel elite when they said, okay, everyone's getting it three hours early. I was like, damn it. I, I, I mean, it makes sense because they're like, oh, well, we got to, we got to bump up the Disney plus thing. It, it, to be honest, it, it, it kind of felt like it was just like thrown together last minute. And when, when they originally announced that it was going to be from, um, uh, it, it went from what, uh, it, it was going to be on Friday. Originally it, it was one episode and it was going to come out on Friday. And then you and McGregor did that like promo spot. It was like, Hey, good news, bad news. We're bad news is, uh, it's, it's, oh no, no, it was, um, it went it was from gonna Wednesday. Be Wednesday. Yeah. And that's they moved right. it to Friday. Yeah. But you're getting two episodes. That's what he said. Right. And w- when that happened, I was like, okay, well, like there, there's the, there's the lead. Like they're obviously doing something at celebration, you know, but, and then that still didn't really make a whole lot of like, they, they still could have done that, that premiere, you know, on, on that Wednesday then. So I, I may, maybe it was just because there there wasn't actually something going on, you know, on Wednesday. Um, I still think that they could have just done it on Thursday for, for people, you know what I mean? And then released it on Friday, but you know, they, they, they then released it to Disney plus for everyone else to see just a few hours later, which I, I guess like that kind of makes sense. They, they don't want, you know, leaks and stuff like that getting out. Um, I suppose, but uh, yeah, that, that was awesome. I, I felt very like, okay, well, like this is, this is just getting better and better then. So that, that was easily my, my highlight. Um, there are some cool things that came out of Ahsoka, uh, that you're, you're, you know, go ahead. You can speak on that. That probably got you pretty excited. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm excited about it, but I'm still not up to speed on rebels yet, which is, you know, I need to get on that. Right. Shame on you, Dave, for that, but but I'll let that slide. But yeah, we had the Mando plus panel, I suppose is what it was. And, We'll come we'll come back to that in a quick second, um, because at the end of the, I guess, the original panel, they're like, hey, in addition to us, you know, doing, you know, the Kenobi thing, we want to let you know about something that we're offering the fans, which was the Mando Plus experience. Um, it, we can talk about that in a second, but that was a surprise as well, which was all the screen use props and stuff. They essentially just brought stuff over that they're actually still filming with and set it up, you know, in the basement of this, uh, I, I guess, hall, essentially, that was separate from the convention center and i mean that was a nice surprise for sure um it's a bitch getting in 
<laughs> it, it certainly was because I think Richie had said that they announced it like Thursday and he just happened to be like, I guess, wandering by a pizza truck and walked into it. He's like, Oh shit, check it this like right when it opened. Yeah. But like, it was constantly like at like a two, three hour wait. And like, damn, like, how do we get into this? Because the, the app was not up to speed up to speed at all if anyone talked about some of the biggest complaints uh, we'll talk about that as well the app was not as proficient as we were hoping it to be by any means so there was these virtual queues that never worked and then it shut down and then you know you couldn't get into things and that was kind of frustrating so they're like yeah it's a special you know just sign up and you know you'll get your time slot to go see the mando stuff never worked like we'd yeah. get in there like right when it opened and never worked so we just happened to i don't know like what happened like we we went, oh, that's what happened. We went to the celebration store where they said, yeah, it's sold out. You can't go to the celebration store, but like, well, let's try it anyway. Walked right in essentially. Yep. I was like something, there's some miscommunications going on yeah. here. And when we're walking out, we see the little sign. It says 90 minutes. I'm like 90 for Mando. Yep. I think we can do this. Dave, you want to, you want to sit down for a minute? This was obviously the day after we had walked like 75 miles. So I'm like, I I'm willing to sit down. Yeah. I'm willing yeah, to sit down. Yeah, and yeah. so we sat there and uh, we made it in there and yeah, man, seeing the miniatures and seeing, you know, the screen use dark saber. I mean, it was wild, man. Dude, uh, the 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 miniatures, I mean, that 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 was almost like the a pinnacle of uh uh like what I'm really into right now is all the behind the scenes stuff. I I just I just absolutely love the stuff that it, you know, how how movies are made. So to see that Mando Plus thing was just like, okay, I love Mandalorian. I love Star Wars. And now I love, you know, I, I, I love behind the scenes stuff. So, and all of that stuff was the stuff that they had in the show. They had the entire fucking wall um, that that famous uh, a graffiti artist did. Yeah, from for, season two. Yeah, season two, the first episode. And they had that entire wall. And I, I just, I took some pictures. I was like, well, this, this counts as a film location, you know? So, and we, 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 we actually, when we got back to the hotel room that, that night, we watched that episode and found the, found the part, you know, um, uh, the portion of that wall. So it, it was just really cool to see all the actual props. You know, they had the razor crest, the full, well, half of the full size, the, sorry, yeah. the, cockpit the cockpit of the razor crest, which was, unbelievable um yeah the uh, uh boba fett's throne room uh whole that whole area yes yeah. you you made a really good reel of uh kind of a, a full rundown of that by the I way i mean they had the full naboo starfighter the new mando jet yeah. essentially which was wild to see and by the way shout out to dave who had came in the most clutch by bringing his apple tv to hook up to our i guess TV in the hotel, hotel room, yeah. which yeah, made it even better. I mean, there's nothing better than having all that stuff at your fingertips. So props to you on that. But yeah, man, that was an incredible surprise. But going back, circling back to, you know, the Ahsoka stuff is at the end of Mando Plus, they're like, what else are you guys working on? And they're like, well, you know, we, we, we hated that, you know, we were filming on Friday and, you know, Rosario wasn't three, able to be three here. Three weeks, three weeks into filming. Yes three weeks into filming for the Ahsoka series and they're like hey and they gave it like a little video message of Rosario in the you know Ahsoka outfit and everything saying hey wish I could be at celebration love you all bye and they're like oh damn I know Rosario really wanted to be here on Friday but she's here today oh my god and you know they brought they brought her out uh and you know it was awesome and she's like Hey, uh, stone, did you bring anything, Rosario? Music, uh, the, the glass yeah, breaking music. The glass she broke. It was, yeah. it was incredible. Middle fingers to the entire crowd. It was pretty sick. Every, and, and of course, they said. 
everyone's throwing her cans of uh, blue milk. You know, she's drinking it. You know, I've actually would have paid to see that. That would have been pretty fucking wild. But um, you know, then she goes and brings out Chopper from apparently Ahsoka. Um, and the to be able to see it like actually in real life was yeah. pretty wild because yeah. you, you see that cameo in Rogue One and you're like, oh, that's cool. It's an afterthought. But this is an actual functioning. They've obviously upgraded a lot of the tech because it's got like the the, the swivel bobblehead type of thing. Um, but it, it's a sick looking droid. And then they showed us, you know, like three weeks of filming of, I wouldn't call it a teaser, but it's just like a quick few shots yeah, um, but a, I mean, there's a, a lot to take out yeah. from there, man. Um, I mean, you get to see the back of Hera's head. You get to see the back of Sabine's head. Um, so this is essentially the sequel to Rebels is, is, is what it is. A live action sequel to Rebels because you see Sabine, like I said, and then it shows a picture of Ezra and everyone lost their shit when they yeah. saw that. And they're like, hey, let's go ahead and introduce the actress for Sabine. And boom, there's her go. That, that was nuts. Um, you, you and I both were thinking, hey, are we going to get the Thrawn casting here? You know, there's one more chair left. There's one more I microphone know. left, you know? Yeah. But you, yeah, because you, in the- you're right. I mean, it, you're like, hey, it's it's going to be one of these like five guys. <laughs> yeah. We got it. One of them was Sabine, so. Yeah, and, and that probably was a really cool panel, man. That Mando Plus one, because it brought out Dave and John. And you're like, oh, this is cool. But there was like 30 chairs up there. Like, yeah, who the fuck are they bringing out here to talk? And you're like, okay, let's see. And they're like, okay, here's Pedro. That's cool. Yay. Here's- and they're like, all right, who else can you gonna bring out? And then, you know, they bring out Giancarlo. Yeah. And, and then they bring out uh, Gina Carano. Just kidding. Um, and then they um, bring out, uh, you know, uh, Tamara Morrison. And that was incredible. He did his like little dance, which was super cool. He's so cool. Um, they, brought, they brought out the armorer. And then, uh, then they brought out Rosario. And I could have sworn that last chair was going to be for Thrawn. Yeah. And the Thrawn casting, which I, I it's got to be coming. It's got to be imminent. I know that that's going to be coming soon. Um, but they brought out Sabine instead, the actress to play her. And her name is escaping me at the time. But I think she's going to be awesome. Yeah. Um, seeing, seeing all those actors, uh, up there and, uh, you know, just kind of candidly talking about star Wars like that, like on, on that panel was, was just so cool. Like, you know, Pedro coming out and he, he just genuinely, you could tell that he's like blown away with, you know, what the star Wars community Giancarlo, I, I can listen to that guy talk yeah all yeah. day i mean he totally had jeff goldblum vibes you know with the thick yeah. glasses and, and uh, uh the hat i was like dude this is this is like jeff goldblum you know and um yeah he 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 spoke so eloquently about you know his love of star wars too which i never really i never really watched much interviews uh, um you know of him when he talks about in regards to star wars so that was all kind of like news to me like uh um, finding that stuff out about how he, you know, has a history of loving Star Wars. So I always like it when an actor, you know, kind of joins the fold and is already like, hey, like, I like Star Wars because of this reason. Like when John Favreau talks about Star Wars, like he was an usher at the, you know, a movie theater when Empire came out or whatever. Like, I love everyone's kind of like origin stories of of how they, you know, got into Star Wars and then they're in that. Uh, that's got to be such an unreal feeling as like a, an actor, voice actor, whatever, right? Yeah, it, it's wild, man. And the the star power that they had up there was, I mean, incredible because yeah. say what you want, but I mean, Mando kind of is Star Wars right now. I mean, he is the, or they, that, that series. I mean, that is the driving force behind everything right now yes our original you know saga films will always be there but 
the mainstream people want to see the Mandalorian. And it, that's, it's crazy to think about. It's almost like, uh, you know, the Mandalorian is going to be kind of like the Skywalker, what, how the Skywalker saga is like, it's, it's, it's gonna, that's going to be kind of like the, the true North. And then you got all of these like side stories, side movies that will, you know, kind of fit in, you know, that, uh, that time frame too. So it's, uh, it, it's good stuff, man. Um, okay. Well, let's, let's wrap up our kind of things that we're most excited about small, you know, small TV, big TV, whatever. What's the one thing that we, you know, learned about that, or show or movie that you're the most excited about that came out of convention week, basically. I mean, without a doubt, you, you just hit it on it. I mean, Mando season three is going to be okay. huge. Season it's three. going to be wild. Um, spoiler. Um, they did show us a uh, extended trailer to vote then to yeah. what everyone else, I guess, saw. And, you know, we got to see a lot of extra stuff. And, you know, if you do want to keep the spoilers out there, they show a lot more than what those trailers showed, which is awesome. And um, we're going to Mandalore, man. We'll just leave it at that. Yeah, dude, that, that, that's going to just be unreal. Um, I, I would probably say the same for me as well. Uh, Mando season three, but dude, I, I I'm just a sucker for, you know, Steven Spielberg and the whole Amblin, uh, you know, thing that, that whole like kids, something about kids in peril, you know, that that's such a Steven Spielberg thing. And they used a lot of that kind of to describe what, skeleton crew is going to be you know it's i think four or five kids that essentially get lost in the galaxy i mean i'll, I'll be the first to say it. this isn't going to be for everybody there's going to be a lot of people that are probably gonna fucking like just hate the idea of this i mean no one hates star I mean, wars and i'll be honest star wars fans, right, right? <laughs> especially especially me and i'll be honest with you i'm not on board with it yet yeah i mean jude lost cool but i I'm, i just don't see it being like super compelling probably need to see more you know we 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 really didn't get anything more than that john watt it was it was funny like to, to what you just said well, about like, like some uh just some art or whatever we got the, art we got the key, the, the key art um yeah and i think there was like a, a, a concept art of like them looking at a spaceship or something like that but uh it's 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 funny you know when you're saying about like how every panel it was always like hey so did you bring us anything and it was a, a tease and then it'd be like okay bring it out you know but they did that with John Watson. He's like, no, I, I ain't got shit. Like, <laughs> you know, right. And I was like, finally, someone just telling it as it is. I mean, sit there, you know, everyone's just getting jerked off all week. And they're like, you know, they finally blew all you with something. Which is yeah. Awesome. Yeah. So they, they, they really didn't have much for us. So um, I, I'm really trying to, you know, kind of temper my expectations on that one. But like, I, I that's the one thing out of everything I'm, pretty geeked out about uh you know i i'm i'm, I'm kind of like comparing it to like goonies in space you know what i mean like so i i i think it's gonna be great i think it's be gonna be great you know if you're a parent watching that with your kids you know if you have kids you know under 16 and under this is probably gonna be one of those shows that you can watch with your kids kind of get get them into the star wars universe um i i could see this being one of those those shows that keeps the new, you know, kind of upcoming, you know, generation of fans hooked on Star Wars, you know? Yeah, it's a smart move for sure. I just hope it doesn't turn into like, uh, you know, Star Wars resistance type of thing sure. to where that like is an afterthought that people wish that was just wiped off the Disney Plus servers, yeah. which I, 
I don't think you'll have something like that with law attached to it by any means. No, not with him, not with John Watts. I mean, not not with, you know, uh, Dave Filoni and John Favre, you know, kind of doing their, you know, dot, they're crossing their T's and dotting their I's and then Kathleen Kennedy. I mean, um, she, she she's one of the greatest producers ever. I mean, say what you want about the secret trilogy, but like she's also done some pretty fantastic stuff. You know, she's she, she knows what she's doing, you know. Um, okay. So that, that was my biggest, uh, takeaway or a uh, thing that I'm excited about. Um, yours is Mando plus or sorry, Mando season three. And yeah, dude, that that's going to be fucking incredible. I, I can't wait for that. So we're getting that what early 2023, I believe. Yep. I thought it's fall, isn't it? Fall of, of 2023. I'm sorry. Bad batch is coming in the fall. Cassian's coming in the fall as well. And then Mando's right. Okay. Uh, I, got, yeah. I got it. Ba- I got it backwards. I, I, I think before celebration, um, it was, you know, the end of this year, like Christmas, 2022. Um, but, uh, yeah, I believe it was, you know, early next year, uh, for, um, Mando season three. I don't think there's an actual date yet, but, uh, I mean, lots of exciting shit coming out of there for sure. Um, let's talk about like, yeah, so we, we did a couple after, after event stuff for the big kids, you know, um, what was that then Friday? So Friday was a busy day. I got to meet you and McGregor. Well, I mean, I use, I use meat loosely. It was, uh, a quick handshake, even though I wasn't supposed to shake his hand. And then, um, our quick picture. And then, um, I was out of there, you know, and a lot of people probably complain about that. Oh, you know, I spent three fifty or whatever it was on that. You know, I just wanted to kind of have a conversation with them. Well, if everyone's been a fucking, you know, two minutes chalking it up, we'd be there all day. You know, you'd 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 literally be in line. Right. For Enjoy like the, the moment you are actually getting. Yeah. And uh, dude, it was cool. I had no idea. He 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 said it that this was his first convention ever. Like he's never he's never done uh like a San Diego, a Star Wars. He, like, really? He's the, the you and McGregor. His, that was his first like big convention. Wow. So, so that was very cool. You know what I mean? Like I, he's obviously not doesn't do a lot of them. So I'm really glad I got that. But um, uh, after that, we got our butts. Uh, you know, back to the hotel room, fresh pair of clothes, and we hit the Disney park. We had we went to the after yeah, we uh, did after dark Disney. Um, it was a uh, it was awesome, man. I've never done an after dark event at actually at Disneyland. I've done it at the California. Kevin, you've done n- nothing, right? You you haven't done one at Disney World either, right? Of the after hour events. Correct. I have never done an after dark thing. I've never been to Disneyland. Um, let's also keep that in mind. I've been to Disney World, obviously, um, in Orlando, but I've never made it out to the, the West Coast. And so just, just starting our week off, you're like, let's go down. Is, is it called downtown Disney? That little area? Um, yeah, uh down street or uh yeah downtown disney yeah yeah i think so yeah well whatever the little shops and area around the park is because it's different in orlando because you have the parks all there you know epcot magic kingdom all that stuff but then you have to go 
15, 20 minutes, you know, to go to the shopping and the dining and all that stuff. But here at Disneyland, it's all right there, which was cool. Um, and so even when we started with this really cool uh, little Cajun spot and we had some specialty drinks that they made for us, Duel um, the Duel of Fates. Yeah. yeah. Um, one was a red drink, one was a blue drink and they brought them out to you. And those were awesome too. And that just really set the tone kind of for how the week was going to go. It did. Um, I so about I, that. I, I, I yeah, I did want to mention that, but yeah, back to the Disney area and the Disneyland parks there, I was just blown away by the different offerings, you know, for, uh, for a park to be kind of the same thing, it's vastly different from Disney World. And I would honestly say, Dave, here before everybody with our millions, you know, listening right now, that I think Disneyland is better than Disney World simply because of some of the offerings that they have. And Dave, I got to experience some things there that I've never experienced, such as the Haunted Mansion at night. Indiana Jones, which was an incredible ride, which I still think is probably my favorite ride I've ridden there. Incredible. Thank you for that recommendation. And then we rode, you know, the Matterhorn um, at night, which at that night, at, at night is, uh, is, is pretty special at night. It really is because they got the whole thing lit up yeah. and obviously the, the Yetis in there with his red lights. I mean, just everything was super cool. And despite and like how no way of my, you know, yeah, there, there was hardly anything. I mean, I, we rated a little bit for rise of the resistance just because that's the most popular ride in the park, but what would you say? 10 minutes at most for everything else? I mean, yeah, I'm kind of just going to walk to the course essentially and then just hopped right on. I feel like Indiana Jones was like 10 minutes. If that we, we you know, if you, if you know about that ride, um, we basically just kept on walking and like past the little video, uh, the tutorial, uh, you know, um, movie screen that they have there. It walked all the way past that. So we didn't even hit a line until we were like up and down the stairs to get on the car pretty much. So yeah, that, that was like, I, and I, I thought I'm like, okay, there's going to be a, these are all star Wars people that are going to this event, you know, but star Wars, Indiana Jones, that's pretty, you know, there's some overlapping yeah, there. Yeah. Um, so I thought that ride was going to be really busy too, but it was not. So yeah, it was it was cool to knock out a bunch of rides. A haunted mansion, it's my favorite ride. Uh, you know that that that's great on uh, you know Christmas, non Christmas when it just has the regular you know backdrop. Um, and I will say to what you said about Disney World, my good uh, buddy Anthony, he came over this weekend, and you know I was telling him about my trip and everything. And he's a big Disney guy, and he does Disney World, Disneyland often. And he says without a doubt. Wherever there is, um, both parks have the same ride. Disneyland always has the better rides. So the, 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 the one at the Haunted Mansion at Disneyland, better, you know, Splash Mountain at Disneyland, better. Like, uh, I don't know if there's a space, but like everything where there's a park at each park or there's a ride at each park, the Disneyland one's usually better. So, um, yeah, dude, it was um, it, it was fun. Um, do I have regrets on not getting that ATAT popcorn bucket? Kind of, kind of. Not gonna lie. <laughs> yeah, I forgot about I forgot about that one. Yeah, uh, we we were we. Do you really have remorse now? You know, a week uh, a week out from that, because I I, I I pulled you away from it, man. I was like, hey, man, let's go ahead and get this. You know, Mongolian you know skewers right now. Let's get that instead. Oh, dude, those are good. Um, yeah, no, no, uh, a little bit, but um, I, I'm glad I didn't because yeah, I would I would probably be you know uh uh changing my 
Instagram to like popcorn bucket junkie or something because right because we, we talked about that that's a dangerous black hole to where like you just walk in and be like damn what's this dude's like popcorn obsession yeah and it's like how do you display those you know maybe like the ATAT like that that could be a one-off but um I don't know I already have like the the OG Kenner and um one of the Hasbro ones so I'm like I'm I, I don't need this popcorn bucket but uh yeah there's there's uh the merch was kind of a letdown um everyone seemed to be you know all over the um was the the cantonos uh the the little yeah, safe like little safe yeah yeah i mean those are cool um but i i i mean that couldn't take up a lot of space i mean it's pretty big you know um but uh yeah i i just uh got some got some shirts and uh that that, that was pretty pretty much it um I'm trying to think of the other special stuff. We didn't, we didn't do any of the food. The The longest lines were for the specialty food. <laughs> it, re- it really was. And I was like, man, I'm here to ride shit. I'm not really caring about yeah. having to haul around some giant safe with me throughout the park. I'm like, you know, I just want to hear and have a good time. And that, and that's what we did. And man, we had one hell of a time. Yeah. And, uh, I, I, I think, I think the whole best part was just, just less people i mean that 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 made it yeah. great you know and it, that, it made it bearable you know because theme yeah. start theme, theme parks are rough if if they're too crowded i mean i if you go to some of these and you wait hours and you ride yeah. two rides total i mean it, you're spending a lot of money just to stand and so i felt like we got our money's worth man it was fantastic yeah it was um yeah i i definitely will try to do one of those after dark events whenever i'm i'm able to because that that made it so much better um the uh the no waiting that was just unreal but um another after hours event and and this is this, this is one was interesting for this, sure this is an interest this was this was probably one of the best like moments of my life um this this is obviously more more my thing than your thing but we went to uh our good buddy uh on the show nick gambarian um from think thy uh maker podcast him and his crew and a couple other uh podcasts put together this amazing event at a legendary chain reaction in in uh in anaheim and they called it mosh Isley. and um it was a brilliant marketing by the way brilliant marketing and it was a, a straight up emo night of but was star wars theme like um it, it, yeah it was so unreal because i mean that's my jam that all the music that they played was, you know, basically the music of, of my kind of youth, if you will, very much into, uh, you know, I, I couldn't even tell you like what genres are out now, but like hardcore emo post hardcore, all that stuff. That was, that's kind of, you know, my, my genres that I cut my teeth on and seeing, you know, them play songs from like Finch and Yellow Card and Taking Back Sunday with a Stormtrooper mosh pit going on, Darth Vader's uh, on the laptop. You got Bubba Fett walking around. You have a hundred people with lightsabers. It was it was an un- it was unreal, man. Um, and I'm I'm so glad uh, we were able to do that. Uh, what what do you think of it, man? Because uh, yeah, you you yeah, you're man. a little, little fish out of the water a little bit, but you're you're being an awesome sport about it. Yeah, because as you know, I am a I'm a classic rock guy, you know, Guns N' Roses, you know, the Eagles, you know, that that that's my thing. Journey, Scorpions, that that type of thing. So the emo stuff was a little bit out of my 
league, I suppose. And of like the 30, 40 songs they played, I think I knew about seven of them, which I think was pretty good. Pretty good. Um, yeah. Blink 182. Yeah, so, you're like, I know that one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I think they even played one Queen song. I'm like, okay, I'm here for this. Yeah. Um, but a couple takeaways from that is that, you know, Although I didn't know them when I did hear one, you know, I was, I was, I was bouncing a little bit, you know, I was like, okay, I, I'm driving with this. Um, but the atmosphere, I think is something that yeah. couldn't be duplicated. It was, it was wild. Um, and, and I'm going to show my ignorance. So don't make fun of me. Is this cool? Yeah. No, no one's listening. Okay. It's okay. Right. No. We, yeah. No, one, <laughs> right. no, one, no, one, no, one, no, one, no one's listening here. It's okay. It's just you and me. So is it strictly an emo thing where they run around in circles in the mosh pit? Ah, uh, no. I mean, they, they, they do that shit in like five finger death punch concerts too. You know, it's, it's not just emo, but like, okay, you can, you can, you can mosh like anywhere. I mean, you're, you're, you're probably not going to mosh at, you know, a Garth Brooks concert, but like, right. I, well, it I, was I, different from like what I've normally seen from like mosh pits and stuff. I, sure. I didn't see the, 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 the running in circles was a little bit interesting to me. I'd never seen that before. Um, but it was, but everyone was having one hell of a time. Yeah. And that that's what was so fun is that everyone was happy to be there. And once again, you know, flexing those elite muscles. I mean, that was probably one of the hottest tickets of the week. I mean, yeah. people were begging to get there. I mean, there were, um, there were celebrities there as well. Yeah, it was, uh, it, it was nuts. Yeah. I mean, just as, is from like, uh, an Instagram thing too, like, um, uh, J Jason props. He's like, what it's like him and wasted fed are like, you know, pretty much like the best, you know, prop builders in that whole, like five Oh first thing saw him talk to, talk to, uh, Jason props for a little bit, told him, I was like, Hey dude, like, <laughs> you know, what do I got to do to get it, to get on your list uh, for you to make right. some armor for me, you know? So it, it was cool seeing some of those guys just kind of walking around. And uh, yeah, like you said, the people that were there were also like equally geeked out about the situation as, you know, like Hunter and I were um, and just kind of losing our mind. Um, Hunter and I walked away with uh, one of their limited uh, posters um and that's probably, probably the best poster of the entire week yeah yeah that's probably one that i am gonna frame i mean we got we got a fucking ton of posters that that was one of the my favorite things about celebration is just all the free swag um and uh yeah we uh what what posters did we get we we can kind of um get close to wrapping up but uh yeah what uh tell us about all the the kind of free swag posters that we got yeah so it started out great um when we went to the Kenobi premiere, they had a exclusive Obi-Wan Kenobi poster, which is, I think you've maybe seen it on Disney plus now, um, to where it's Vader's hand with the red lightsaber. And then Kenobi can just kind of like with a face off type of thing, sick poster. I was like, this is cool. And as we went through the, you know, the week, you know, they started handing out some other ones and they did one day show out the Cassian poster. You're like, shit, why don't we get one? Where, where's it at? And then people started like hoarding them because I didn't know that was a thing. Like people start like selling them on the black yeah, market essentially yeah. because they're celebration exclusives, you know? And so some, some clown was just walking around. It's like, Hey man, wh where'd you get this one? Um, I've had this. I'm like, you've had this since, you know, the beginning of the week. He's like, yep. I'm like, you've been walking around for three days with that. He's like, yes. I was like, do you mind if I have one? Nope. And left. I was like, what an asshole for one. And I was like, man, Dave, I really want to get you that Cassian poster. But what do you know? The gods smiled upon us the last day when we went to the Bad Batch panel, which I really like that one too. They're that like, we great. have an exclusive, uh, would you call it a retro kind of m movie poster type of thing? It's kind of like one? an old, yeah. 
I I I got like uh like um World War II propaganda of, uh, right yeah like forties type of stuff yeah, yeah totally. so real it's like yellow words yeah. and kind of like that taupe kind of color sick I love that one and so I got that one as well but when we went to go pick those up with our exclusive tickets they um said hey if you missed anything this week here you go and everything was laid out on a table and you just kind of jumped in line and grabbed anything you want and there was all kinds of posters in there there's stuff for Galaxy's Edge the or stuff for the Star Cruiser the Hunter's video game I mean there were some really really cool ones and so that's one of the tips i think that we want to maybe get out to anybody that may be going to celebration is that you know it's not a surefire thing you know don't you know take a chance right if you go on sunday you know they're just kind of getting rid of all the stuff make yourself available on sunday make yourself available and you know if you missed out on anything go and grab it all you know grab your lego volleyball and things like that so very (laughs) very cool um and apparently you told me in the end that i guess some people got jobbed on the bad batch posters and not everyone got one right um i don't know about that uh like like they ran out of them Somebody told me maybe it was the posters or something, the like the entire like little batch of stuff that they gave. Like somebody ran out of something and people oh. were starting to get pissed about that. Yep. I, I bet that was the bad batch then because on that that other line to get everything else, you couldn't get the bad batch one there. You you that was only if you right, had it's a kind ticket. of picker. Yeah. So I, I think it was probably probably that the bad batch you, you had to have gone to that panel to get that one, possibly. But uh yeah, dude, that was um. Yeah, I love that shit, dude. Uh, I I I have no wall space for anything anymore, so it'll be challenging to figure out what I'm gonna put up. But and I that do appreciate you. One. Yeah, I do appreciate you saying, "Hey, I can tell you, you got some artwork up, Kev." And I was like, "Well, yes, I did actually, I because up, I, yeah. I I I threw the Kenobi one up there because I really loved that one. I threw the Bad Batch one because it's sick, mm-hmm. and I threw my uh my special Max Rebo band poster, ladies and gentlemen, which was exclusive to Celebration. Got it, you know, a signed sick, print, yeah. you know, from um from the from the artist there. So that was really really cool as well. But Dave, I'd be remiss because we know that I'm the asshole on this show. I'd be remiss if we didn't have a little bit of negativity where we talked about something disappointing, some yes, hot takes. Let's do it. Yeah. I, I mean, I'm, sh- I'm sure we have something negative to say, right? Yeah. Let's go. Let, <laughs> let's let's kind of go rapid fire, you know, uh, and briefly dig into each one. Um, so what are we doing yeah. here? Not not excited about or like disappointment, something like that. D- disappointed. And let me just kick off. Let me just kick off the name one here. This is something I was disappointed about at Celebration. Um, for one, the app. I mean, we'll just say that. I mean, that. Yeah, that yeah. We'll, we'll fix that. Eventually. That's a rite of passage. I feel like every cell, this is my third celebration. They've always, you know, they've always had issues. So. Yeah. And so fix that. that that's fine. But here's the main one. This is what got me. Dave, I did not follow my own rule. The own rule that I set on this podcast. How many times do we we've, sit here and we talk? We all have. Yeah. We've, we've talked about this multiple times when it comes to toy shows, conventions, so forth. Yeah. Yeah. And Dave, how many times do I run things into the ground when things don't go my way? And Dave, if I did not make a joke about this about every 15 minutes, essentially, here it is, is that I did not follow my own rule. We were on the convention floor. We were looking around. I see something I want. I'm like, oh, 
Dave, Dave, check this out. This is a good deal. This is going for like well under retail. And it's like, oh man, that is really cool. Hey, um, let me go over here real quick. Um, let's go. Oh, there's, there's Nick. You're like doing, you're like doing the math too, right? Like you stepped yeah, aside to like do the, do the whole like beautiful mind thing. Uh, eBay price. You're calculating mm -hmm. what eBay prices are going for mm -hmm. right now. But like you knew, did you know right off the bat? Like when you saw how much I knew it was, it was a deal. You knew it yep. was a deal. I knew right? it was a deal. I knew it was a deal without being that guy or whatever. Um, I knew that it was several hundred dollars under what it was supposed to be. And I'm like, okay, uh, cool. Let's circle back. But Dave, I'll be damned if I circled back and that fucker wasn't gone. And we, what that, would you say? Eight, eight, nine minutes from the booth? Five to 10 minutes. Yeah. E e easy. Yeah, it, and it wasn't like the first day either. So that, that no, was already the there. Day. Yeah. Yeah. That, yeah. that, that that figure was there basically for you know 36 hours or whatnot and then then right after you saw it some yeah we didn't cross we didn't cross the turns we didn't crush the, the turnstiles trying to get in to be first by any means this had been there for a couple yeah. days and i saw it i was like i'll be back for that and damn it i missed it and i was pissed the rest of the week i you 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 mentioned it but you know, someone probably heard you geeking up about it, talking about how it being such a good deal. And they're like, huh, you know, I am going to buy, I am going to buy that. Uh, it was Obi-Wan, right? Right. It yeah. was the sideshow Padawan Obi-Wan Kenobi because yeah. they don't have one for hot toys. There's already a Liam. I'm sorry. There's already a Qui-Gon and Darth Maul hot toy. I was like, I just need this. This is perfect. It's going to look so good in the display. Let me run real quick and grab a pretzel and we come back here and then boom, gone. Boom. Yeah. Pissed. Pissed. Yeah, you uh, you were grouchy about that for uh, the rest of the trip. Understandable. I mean, like, because that 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 was that was really the only thing that you saw that you really wanted, and um, you weren't able to get it. And uh, yeah, that 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 sucked, man. Um, I definitely felt bad for you on that one. Um, but and then I and then I was also like, well, hopefully he's just gonna like put like earmark that 300 that he would have spent on that and, and, and buy something even more absurd, like, uh, some statue or something like that. Yeah. So out there, friends, family, if you see something, I beg you, if you see something in a convention and you think about it, take your instinct and just get it. That's you know, you can always sell it back later if you don't want it, you know, especially thing, if you know, it's yeah. a deal already. Yeah. I mean, you're, you're not going to lose out. I mean, you're going to yeah. come out ahead, even if you did want to resell it. So yeah. So that's that one. Was it, was there anything that disappointed you, Dave? Yeah, there, there's a few, um, I actually have like a fucking laundry list, but I, I, I can kind of <laughs> just do some quick rapid fire. I wish there was a, just a, a star Wars dedicated music panel. Like yeah, we, we yeah, started yeah. talking about the whole John Williams thing, like how nice would it have been to see, you know, another panel of just, um, not Ludwig, you know, but like, I mean, that'd be cool too. But like, if there was just some other, like the Anaheim orchestra and they were just playing, you know, all the classics of star Wars, like yeah, that, it'd be that, good that to hear star amazing. Wars music because there wasn't star Wars music being played. The only place that music was being played was down in the Mando experience, which was pretty weird. Yep. Yeah. Um, that would have been awesome or, or, uh, an in-depth panel about the music, you know, do a dive on, you know, John Williams's, you know, relationship with Star Wars and the, the new composers. Um, I, I would have loved to have seen that. So not really a disappointment, but the, the things that I, I mean, we'll kind of get back on track with our, our channel here is uh, the, the HasLab and um, some of the, the big boys, uh, the, the big um, vendors 
looking at you sideshow and hot toys not ha- or, uh, sorry uh, sideshow and um hasbro not having exclusives in hand to buy um yeah, I, I, I big just, missed opportunity i i feel like that's just going to be the new norm um and that totally sucks man um you know i want i want to be excited to get these things uh you know those the two chrome you know hot toys if they had 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 those on like there there to buy i probably would have bought one because i would have been so fucking excited about it i probably would have bought the the chrome one um or uh the the clone trooper one um but i have no interest of in pre-ordering one and and hell even the same thing for the um paz vizsla uh exclusive if they if they had it there i would have i would have been excited i would have bought it um they didn't and it was a pre-order thing i didn't even bother grabbing one of those qrc codes for myself and then kind of insult to injury if you will uh, like that thing I, I i don't know if it's still available but like it was available like all day like anyone and their mom could have bought that if they wanted to and yeah I, I don't know how i feel about that i know it's kind of like the oh damned if you do damned if you don't like you know if i if i hadn't have gone to the convention I would probably be like, well, fuck, fuck convention exclusives. But like, if you're there, yeah, like right, you, you, right. Kinda, you, you want, you want to get something you're, you, you spend all this money, you know, you're, you're, you're there, you know? And, and I felt like that Paz Vizsla was the best way to do an exclusive. Not everyone needed that figure, you know, for it, those that don't know, that's the one that John Favreau had. Yes. And and that's just the proper, I feel like that's how you do an exclusive. It's not going to be a figure that you, that you need, that you're not going to be able to fill. It's not going to be like, you know, oh, here's, you know, Moff Gideon, you know, and if you can't, it's only going to be a, this exclusive. Like I would get being pissed off if, you know, I, I wasn't at the convention and I wanted to get that figure and they're just never going to make that figure again, you know, but the, the way they made this one was uh, the perfect convention exclusive. You just got to, you got to fucking have them there. Um, and the i mean the one thing it's plus and and minus but uh it was cool to see the one and only third sister uh lightsaber that's ever going to get built like we we we, <laughs> right. we we saw it in person i mean that's the only one that's ever going to be built because there there's no way yeah. they're they're, ma- they're making that goal we're currently at 1006 backers there's three 30- oh shit i thought it was going to at least be more than that by now yeah there's 34 days left five 5000 backers quick uh rapid fire is this funding or not kevin no because it's weird because it's literally it's 500 bucks which is you're you pay twice as much as yeah uh, yeah what is special about this and uh, it's a very big miss if you ask me and uh, there's nothing special about it nothing at all and it's tied to a character that we don't even know it doesn't need to be a haslab um this just feels like just uh like a you know, because I, I kind of look at how this is joining the cookie monster in the rancor, man. It is RIP, man. Um, this this doesn't really have what a uh, Haslab is kind of been telling us it's going to have. There's no so how are you, there's no tears. They've already said that there's not going to be any tears for us. How can there be? Um, and uh, the, I feel like that's a big part of Haslabs to do the tears to make it exciting. Um, this, this almost feels like, was this, a a, a Lucasfilm, uh, kind of demand to Hasbro, like, Hey, make this a Haslab or was this possibly, did they 
did they look at how well the proton pack did you know and we're like oh shit let's- you can't compare egon's proton pack I, I, to reva's lightsaber i know you can't but it, it, how why else is this here why else are we looking at this as a Haslab right now because um, they probably didn't have anything and they're like oh shit celebration's coming up what are we gonna do uh, we're gonna be making one of these just call it a Haslab. just throw it out we're there. working on this anyways yeah um yeah dude i i i i, <laughs> I really ho- i really hope this does not like i hope this is like embarrassingly low right. i think I w- the rancor kind of got close i feel like we were like a hundred backers if, short or something yeah if they if they extended it like maybe another couple days it certainly would have and i'm surprised they didn't have like any big chain buy up the last little bit just to ensure it got made it's weird but yeah i don't think this one's if, if this breaches the 3500 mark i will be shocked yeah um well i mean th- those are my big kind of i guess disappointments if you will um I, I would I would say oh maybe like I would have liked to have seen the throng casting but I never was really like I never deep down thought that or expected that they were gonna kind of show their hand on that that um character quite yet right, that um, might be a San Diego Comic Con type of thing I don't even think it's gonna be that I think it's gonna be this in the same vein as 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 the Return of Luke and Baby Grogu I think that they're gonna be keeping oh. this on walking key until we actually we just see it like i I, well that's the funny thing is that feloni always talk he's like nothing's leaked yet nothing's ever leaked and i thought that was funny kind of tongue-in-cheek but he's uh we you and i talked about imagine knowing what he knows and knowing that at any time these massive secrets someone could just blow you up imagine waking up you know the next morning and see yourself trending on twitter because someone leaked something guys gotta just be on like anxiety medication nonstop. I mean, yeah, because I never really thought about that. But yeah, dude, like, and these projects are in development for a long time. So he's just fucking like you said, every day, like, fucking oh, like, oh, turns on his phone, you know, when he wakes up, like hoping that it's it's not he doesn't have a 100, you know, text messages from from people saying like, Oh, shit, like, what happened? Like, how did how did this get leaked? You know, it's like, Oh, that's that was an interesting thing, uh, you know, listening to him talk about that. It, it, it is, man. And I, I got one last thing. We'll wrap up with this because I have to say this. Let's do it. Before we went to Disney After Dark, you know, I was like, oh, man, we're going to get loose tonight, baby. We're going to get loose tonight. And so we went to downtown Disney. Went to, is it Pins or something? It was a real cool, like, bowling alley splits. type of sport, sport, splits. Sorry. Uh, we went to splits. And so we sit there, you know, we're, we're, we're having a good old time. I was like, you know what? Let's keep this party going. So I ordered me some tequila shot. I have a hell of a time. I'm like, this is cool. This is cool. This is cool. Then the bill comes. You know, I'm usually not that person that like looks at the bill, like whatever, you know, I'm fine for that. But I happened to look down and notice that a tequila shot was 17 fucking dollars. Not a double, not a mixed drink, a tequila shot. $17. $17. It was Terramana. And I was like, man, fuck the rock. Fuck the rock. This is all his fault. This is fuck the rock. I can't believe this, that he's doing this to me. You're like, Kevin, Kevin, no, don't fuck the rock. You can blame California. You can blame Disney for this. This is their establishment. They're the ones that are charging this. This isn't the rock's fault. So you, you talked me off the ledge a little bit, but I was blown away by a $17 tequila shot. But I was like, it's cool. I'll, I'll get some more when I get to the park. And so I'm like, so I was like, man, I'm starting to lose my buzz a little bit. I need to get something once we get to the park. And you're like, Kev, it's dry in the park. They don't have alcohol in there. I'm like, what? 
you're like, yeah, man, they're, they're, they don't serve alcohol in the park there. I'm like, son of a bitch. And I, every time I kept like, well, what about that girl? That looks like a mixed drink. You're like, oh, no, Kev, it's not. So what do you know? You were you you were like seeing things like everyone that like walked by with like a dull, dull whip or something. You're like, no, no, that's got to have rum in it. That's got to have rum in it. So I, I was a little bit perturbed. I mean, The Rock set me down a down, downward spiral with his price gouging for his Terramana tequila. So the, that, that was my Karen's Corner rant. So, But overall, Dave, at the end of the week, one hell of a time. And I couldn't have asked for anything better to be able to hang out with you, man. Yeah, it was uh, it, it was quite the experience. And it was a really cool uh, uh, way for us to, you know, finally, you know, properly meet and, and spend four days just, just doing Star Wars, man. I mean, that's, that's the thing that makes Star Wars so fucking cool is, you know, you can have all these friendships with people that, you know, you know, you might not have been friends with if it wasn't for Star Wars. And, 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 and now, you know, you, there's, there's all these people that, you know, you can talk to and whatnot. And uh, it's great. Um, I just uh, actually just being on the show right now, my buddy, Chris, um, who I met at Star Wars uh, um, Celebration in Chicago, been buddies with him since. And um, I sent him a little care package of uh, exclusive shit that I got at the Celebration store. So it's like nice. just just, nice. just cool stuff like that. Um, I love it. Love the community. And um, yeah, dude, that was that was a hell of a time. Um, we'll be back in two weeks. Proper, normal episodes. Uh, and uh, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm expecting some toy hauls. So I, I, I hope... Uh, hope you got some uh i don't know you, you probably have a few things coming um or probably already oh, yes. already did so we'll, we'll talk <laughs> about that in two weeks man yeah man it's gonna be a fun time all right well thank you all for listening uh please be sure to uh you know give us give us some love on uh whatever uh you know app uh app that you're you know streaming the show on um itunes whatnot um yeah give us a five-star review that helps us out great dealy and uh thanks for listening uh we'll talk to everyone in a few weeks and uh that's it thanks everyone may the force be with y'all see ya